Come on. The strong, the powerful Jeff Spencer has returned to Lifeblood. Welcome back, Jeff. Well, thank you. You know, we've got the early bird uh, club here at 6 a.m., so fresh as a daisy and ready to roll. Thanks, George. We are ready to go. Dr. Jeff is the corner man the Titans turn to. He's been a coach to over 40 athletes who have won gold at the Olympics, the Worlds, the Nationals, Tour de France. He's an author, coach, and a speaker. Again, excited to have you back on. Jeff, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, first off, uh, most important achievement is the adoption of my daughter uh, just about 12 years ago from Columbia at the age of 10. It was a very unusual adoption because most people considered older kids damaged goods. The behavior problems that they bring, people don't have anything to do with them. But we had this uh, calling, and we got matched with this uh, incredibly, you know, beautiful ten-year-old that uh, came from the worst of the worst. The, you know, if you whatever the worst scenario you can think of, is what her first ten years were. And so we immediately recognized. I did. Like I told my wife, look, we don't speak Spanish. She doesn't speak English. No language. Uh, she had no school. We're now in America. No school at ten. Essentially, parasitic-ridden body, PTSD and ADHD from getting physically and mentally abused for 10 years, you know, every day. And said, this is not uh, for the faint of heart here. And for us to be the parents that she deserves to have and that we have brought to to her, I need to reduce my professional life by 90% starting tomorrow, along with it, our income. And let's uh, step into this and let's uh, do our part and uh so that was a, a 10-year odyssey 12 years now and um i'm happy to say that she'll graduate from college here in a couple of months but but most importantly the lessons i learned from raising my daughter uh far surpassed uh, my experience as an olympian that's not insignificant either it was its own you know 10-year odyssey and the other things that i've done but but for sure this was the crowning achievement thus far and what i've learned the most from about life and people and humanity and placing a value on time and what you should do with that. And, uh, you know, that's uh, what I, in, during that 10-year time, I was codifying all my knowledge and information, working with a select handful of uh, high achievers uh, in sports, business, and entertainment. People think I was an Olympian, so I only deal with athletes. It's not true. I don't have any athletic clients like right now. It's all entrepreneurs and people that play at a very high level in business, et cetera. So in codifying everything that I had done to be able to help all these athletes win gold medals and all these businesses go exponential, uh, I've now codified that. And there are some things that will be coming along uh, to be available to the general public uh, to take what I've learned over my 50 years in the high-performance world and apply it to their lives with the singular intention of, you know, there's only one of us in all the creation. And uh, we can't just visualize our future into existence there has to be a, a, a skill asset pool there has to be a plan and a structure that history has proven to be true that will allow us to manifest those things that are important to us and i do believe that every one of us is a champion and what i mean by champion is uh, those people that can manifest whatever their gifts are and why this is important to me is that uh, it levels the playing field across the board on everything. And uh, I want to emphasize the fact that our unique contribution to humanity is equally as important as anybody else's. I think there's an arbitrary 
set of standards that the press and the magazines and we as human beings, as uh, products of human nature, have this idea that significance is uh, influencing a billion people. And if I do something small, it's irrelevant. That's, that's not true because if I bring the teeter-totter <clears throat> and you bring the grain of sand that tips the teeter-totter over, well, which one's more significant? Mm-hmm. None of them are. They, they, they all share equal importance. And I feel that when we prize and develop you know, our assets and our uniqueness, there's only one of us in all of creation, 350 billion people, and there's only one of us, then we're really kind of providing the uh, manifestation of the purpose and, and the reason why we're here on this planet. So that's it, and that's kind of where I am, celebrating a milestone birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. So uh, that's where I've been and, and where I am and why I do what I do. I think everybody, uh, you know, to me as an Olympian, I, I really had a chance to feel and experience uh, peak performance, like the maximum peak performance, like full potential, holding nothing back. I actually performed at that level. And there's nothing more euphoric than that. That's where superhuman activity takes place. But again, it's the the combination of all the parts of the system have to be harmonized to go exponential. And so my life right now is dedicated to bringing methods to people to demystify the process of uh, manifesting greatest gifts and living a life of of value and uh, contribution. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. Powerful stuff right there, sir. Uh, big, big channeling. <laughs> I didn't overstep my bounds there, but no, it was no, just a not pure at all. channeling purge. Not, what uh, birthday is coming up, Jeff? Jeff. Uh, 70, 70. Nice. Nice. I don't know what that's supposed to feel or look like, but, you know, with the 22-year-old daughter uh, and the people that I hang with, uh, you know, and advise, I just feel as vital as I was, you know, when I was in my 30s and 40s. But, you know, now I have the, the secret uh, uh, substance. I've got, I've got wisdom. And if we ever need a sensibility to interpret the life that we're now living in, the experiences that we're now facing, you know, just trying harder isn't going to cut it. You know, we need to compress the risk of uh, amateurish mental errors. We need to avoid preventable problems. We need to conserve our energy and we need to make our efforts count. And so I bring a lot to that because of my experience. As, as, as you're working and, and, and developing this process, which you've been doing for, for essentially your whole life, you talk about having it codified now. Is it ever going to be done? No, life's never done. You know, there's always a next. And that's important because actually the worst moment of our life is when we think that we've arrived. Hmm. We've become too domesticated. That's where we get sloppy and lazy. That's where we start to drift back into that which we worked really hard to get beyond. There's got to be a reason to get up each and every day. So in, in my opinion, we have this human nature idea that at some point we'll arrive and we'll cruise control. But it's not like that. The, the brain, the mind, the body, the soul hate sameness. As much as we think we want it, we really don't want it. There's only so many reruns of Cake Boss that you can watch before you get tired. <laughs> you got to get back to work, you know? <laughs> so I'd like to say yes, but my estimation uh, it never happens. It's interesting, right? We So we we crave certainty, but it's not that we want 
static and same. No, if to me, I can explain that we we have actually our our human nature has uh, two mentalities that are at war with each other 24 hours a day. We have our human nature on one side that we all have that are just things that people do because of the way that we're hardwired. There's a set of default beliefs that we believe to be true. Like when I get there and arrive, life is going to be great. I mean, that's never proven itself to be true. But somehow we do believe it to be true. We think if I want it bad enough, it's going to somehow self-manifest. You know, that's not true either. Or, or love conquers all. Trust me, you know, with my daughter, there's nothing more my wife and I could have done. But there's a certain battle that she has to fight herself that we can't fight for her, you know. So there's a lot of mythology that comes along with what our human nature believes to be true. But then we have... But it's quite honestly, it's based upon fear. It's based upon survival, as you alluded to. And you can't create a life of excellence if the choices that you're making are based upon fear avoidance, where we have the champion's nature or the champion's mind that's calibrated towards excellence. But it, it doesn't get first dibs at every moment. Our survival reflexes do because survival can be an instantaneous event that has to be addressed faster than we can think. That's why we have these survival reflexes. Most people think, well, you know, that's just me. Oh, I see. So the thing that you said that you didn't mean to say that was faster than you could think that didn't go so well that ruined a relationship. Well, then where did that actually come from then? You know, because it was deliberate. It was purposeful. You know, it was you doing it. But really, that's our human nature in a survival mode that can't take us to uh, excellence. You know, the champion's mind can override human nature. And I don't know any prolific achiever or manifester of a life of value has been one that's done it through their survival impulses. I've never seen that happen because it can't take us there. So the champion's mind that can override our human impulses can take us from being natural to being a supernatural being. So, again, this conflict that we have 24 hours a day that's struggling and, and, and fighting for control of our decision-making, you know, plays a, a huge role. And if I was going to say, if I could ever say anything to anybody, I would help them understand this dual mentality that, that, that we have. I mean, that's how I've helped people win gold medals and things, by understanding the fact that you can't get there through perfection. But that's what human nature thinks. If I was only perfect, then this would happen. But I know that... To produce the perfect thing, you have to be relaxed. You can't try harder to get there, you know? So, again, if we understand that, and we could do 10 or 15 or 20 shows just on the idea of human nature versus champion's mind, it's not a way of thinking. It's not positive thinking. It's not affirmations. It's not gratitude journals. It's having, like, a, a battle-hardened a combat readiness to be able to engage the day, and as the stuff of, day, of the day shows up, we're able to respond not from our uh, survival impulses, but from our champion's mind to conserve energy and advance us moving forward uh, towards the highest uh, honor right possible, which is to manifest our, our true uh, abilities and our gifts. So this human nature um, is and the fallacy that, well, I have to be perfect, and since I'm not going to be perfect, I'm just going to 
Netflix yeah. and chill. I'm just not going to wake up quite as early. Is that what yeah. is that what that is? Well, it, it goes a couple levels deeper as well. Is that I think people are really willing to try to find a way forward because they know that where they are isn't enough. There's just this. I know that there's more, but how do I actually access that? And I do also know about human nature is that human nature wants a shortcut. You know, it doesn't want to do the work. You know, it doesn't. And so it will kind of follow the um, the prophet that offers the shortcut. And there's a lot of hustle out there uh, to provide shortcuts that people will pay a lot of money for that can't deliver. And when it can't deliver, then the person thinks, well, the expert's right, not me. Therefore, I can't do it. You know, which to me is a massive breach against the most sacred of all human traits, which is, you know, trust. So I, I feel again that there is a path I've actually created. It's called the Gold Achievement Roadmap. You know, history has shown very clearly that there is a path that when executed, it could take you to where you want to get to predictably, consistently and repeatedly. But it, there isn't a shortcut. The shortcut of doing it correctly the first time. That's really the shortcut. So I, I just think, again, you know, our, our human nature, if we really understand it, we can see the drama playing itself out within us, but we can interpret it and we can intercede and intervene on that, which can't take us to where we want to get to that. Eventually, if we identify with the person that couldn't do it, where it was actually the model that we followed, but we think it's us and that that's a problem. And I do see a lot of people at a certain point, they crack and they just give up, but that's because they haven't, had a continuous conversation about what the reality is. They can't name where they are. Sometimes it's supposed to get hard, you know, for sure. Any aspirational goal is going to have periods within it that seem insurmountable, but that's where we're building and seeing for the first time our plans meeting reality that shows us what we actually now need to do in in real time to, 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 close the gap between where we are in terms of our abilities and, and what needs to be there for us to be able to move forward. So I just think that there, there's not the ongoing conversation about what the process really is to get from where you are to where you want to get to. And, you know, being in the high performance world, you know, I'll be 70 here in a couple of days. I mean, that's all I know. And it takes about 50 years to have a pass through life to be able to see everything for the first time but you don't know that yet. And then you start to see things. Oh, I saw that, you know, 10 years ago. So it, you know, it takes about 50 years to get through one complete lap of life in, in route to that we're listening and we're doing things that the experts, you know, and all the prophets and sages tell us to do, but you know, a lot of that can't deliver. It, it gives us false hope. It promises a shortcut, you know, and I feel like there's this kind of, breach and gap that we should be mindful of so that we don't set ourselves up to believe that we're the problem because I don't believe that's true. I like it a lot. So a lot of the time when, when we're in the thick of it, we are working really in, in, in service of what we really want to and and ought to be doing and we're moving in the right direction, but we're account, we're encountering that resistance. And since we don't, really understand what the process is, um, mm-hmm. we have the desire or the impulse to sort of pull the ripcord and to bail on it. Yeah. Because I can't see yeah. the forest through the trees. Right. And that's human nature. We completely expect that. You know, it's like 
it's obviously me. I may as well get up while I have at least something left. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bail. And, and quite honestly, most often that's just before the next step will create the breakout. But if you don't know that, then you're going to run for the exit. So like in the work that I do, there is a path that I have observed that's got five steps to it that are part of the execution and the progress path to goal achievement. It's not the preparation side of it, but it's the actual pursuit side of it. And there are certain things there that if you know that are coming, then you are not taken by surprise. You don't human nature interpret it. So, for example, when you first start, which is uh, step number one in the path, you know, you start, it has to be a deliberate, uh, deliberate start procedure and you have your first success. Then the brain thinks, okay, cool, man, then I got this because we're now moving. I have the first manifestation of goal progress. My plan is great. We're going to make this happen. But then we move into what I call the honeymoon phase, which is kind of the second step here. And the honeymoon phase is where we're euphoric with the prospects of achieving our goal because we have some confirmation early on. But then all of a sudden our motivation starts to drop and we think, oh, my God, my motivation's dropping. Maybe this is the wrong plan. This is a premonition I should get out. This means I can't do it. But really, you know, what we know about all honeymoons, if you've been married, is that they all wear off. So you have to kind of be expecting a drop of motivation but it's not a sign you can't do it. It's really an indication that you actually have made a lot of progress. But, you know, human nature, of course, always misinterprets everything, you know, because it's impulsively driven to uh, avoid and run for the uh, safety door. <laughs> and so, you know, there's points along the way, like there's another feature called the daily grind. I mean, it, you have to expect at a certain point in time, <clears throat> excuse me, you're going to say, well, man, you know what? I'm not getting anything close to the what I believe I should be getting from the time and effort I'm putting into this. I mean, this is like ridiculous, but that's part of every process of significance. There's no direct line to to the winner's circle. But, but if we don't know that, and most people never talk about this stuff. So if you don't know that it's coming, like I tell all my clients, I say, okay, we're here now. And because we're here, this is what we can uh, project into the near future. What your experience is going to be. And let's make sure that we don't misinterpret that because you may find yourself, you know, in the hurt locker mentally, but just know that this is coming and this is something that we have to deal with. And then so when it shows up, okay, great, we've been waiting for this. So this is what this means. And let's remind ourselves of what we're going to now do. So let's do one, two, three, four, five. This will get us beyond that. Then we'll be moving into whatever next is, which we can determine as well. So I, I feel, again, that that's a important conversation that's not happening. Most people, it's just try harder and you're going to get there. That's the mantra. If you want it bad enough, it's going to manifest. You know, if you're not getting there, you got to work harder, sleep less. I mean, there's all this mythology that can't possibly deliver. Not possible. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, Jeff, if people are ready for your difference-making tip, what do you have for them? Well, I, I think, George, that the most uh, important thing uh, – is to make sure that you align yourself with someone that's done what you aspire to do that can help guide you down the path to interpret your experience correctly, but also help set you up for success. And I would also say that there's people out there that have a lot of experience that are just begging to work with someone to help them through the process to shortcut the process to, to their winner circle and also limit the pain and to limit the detours uh, and avoid the preventable problems. So that would be the first and foremost thing that, that I could suggest that anybody do. 
Well, I think that, that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Jeff, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can people learn more? Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Yeah, well, the first place to go is beforeyouwin.com. That would be B-E-F-O-R-E-Y-O-U-W-Y-N.com. That's where you'll actually get a chance to to look at a video that I did on the Goal Achievement Roadmap, which is kind of the proven path to to the winner's circle. It's the real deal. So please take the time to go there and sniff around a little bit, and you'll also gain access to the uh, the conversation that we had, George, just about the human uh, mindset versus the champion's mind, that would be the greatest place to go. And if somebody's interested in taking it uh, just a bit further, then they can always reach out at Jeff at drjeffspencer.com. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jeff your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to beforeyouwin.com. And learn more about the Goal Achievement Roadmap, which we'll be talking about today. And shoot Jeff an email as well. Thanks again, Jeff. All right, George. Always a pleasure. Uh, Be well. Onward and upward, everybody. We'll see you next time. And happy birthday coming up, Jeff. Yeah, man. Thanks. (laughs) And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.